You're listening to Leadership Mitchell County in Action, a podcast for community members to connect, engage, and inspire leadership in North Central Kansas. I'm Kurt Frazier. Guiding you through this journey are Leadership Mitchell County Board members Carol Cordell, Tyson Sear, and Shannon Dusky. Dusky, welcome, welcome, welcome. What else can I say? Um, I have Shannon here, Shannon Dusky. She is um, a leader uh, in our community, and um, she is a part of Leadership Mitchell County and has been uh, uh, through the program. I came to know Shannon uh, just by being facilitator on the program and being on committees with Shannon. She has a passion that... I would just love for you to hear. I'd love for you to hear about her passion for people, for her community, huge passion for her community, and just a huge passion for um, seeing leadership in small ways and big ways. Leadership to her is um, being able to function in a family setting. That's a part of leadership, I think, for Shannon. She's going to share that with you today. But uh, Shannon is now on the board for Leadership Mitchell County. She's on several committees. And Shannon actually was the one who had the idea for this podcast. And I only say that because Shannon is reaching outside of her box. And she is saying, since we're not having the program this year and it's been on hold just for this year, what can we do to connect, to connect with alumni, to connect with those in the community around us? What can we do? So Shannon woke up one day and she said, let's try this. And that's a part of leadership is just trying, just putting yourself out there and taking a risk and seeing what happens. Hey, Shannon, welcome to the program today. I am so excited to have you here. (laughs) Your introduction just made me excited. (laughs) I I am. So Shannon, You're not from here. I do know that to be true. Tell me, we want to know how in the world did you get to Cocker City? (laughs) Oh, man. I'll try to be as precise as possible. So I I grew up in Kannapolis, so I am small town, uh, Kannapolis, Kansas, and went to college. I went to K-State and Drew Dusky was my neighbor. And what I just, I remember when I meeting, when I met him for the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're from Cocker City. <laughs> like we used to go up, we used to come up when I was a little girl and we'd go camping um, up here by Cocker at Wakanda Lake. And so I was just so excited. He was from Cocker City. And we got married in 2012 and moved here. And at the time, I was working in sales out of uh, Manhattan. And I became one of their very first remote employees in 2012. And I was really kind of like scared about it. I was fearful because I didn't want to lose that connection, right? I was loving what I was doing. I got to talk to people all day. Um, 
And so what I would do is I worked from home in Cocker Mondays and Fridays, and I worked in Manhattan Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. So I was kind of going back and forth and it was a little chaotic. Um, But that's a very important piece because I did that for about a year and a half. And so I lived here about a year and a half, but I didn't feel like it was home because I was just kind of constantly back and forth. Uh And I love talking to transplants, like people who move here that aren't from here. And I'm like, okay, so how long did it take you to like it? Right. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, I moved here. It was hard to jump into a community where everybody knows your husband and you don't, quote, have any of your own people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for someone who likes to be around people, um, that was kind of hard for me. And it, it, it wasn't just that, you know, Drew, I mean, Drew's people are good people, but there's, there's kind of this difference when they also become your people and it's a process. And um, yeah, it took a while to kind of get through that. So when you began to try to start settling in, what pushed you to the leadership part of it? I mean, you had so much adjustment, I would assume, moving to a different place, meeting new people, starting a different job, uh, beginning a family of some sorts, you know, I'm sure. So why leadership? Why? I remember the day that... um, I believe Mary Jane called me and said, have you ever heard of leadership Mitchell County? I said, no, what's that? And she tells me a little about it. This was in 2015 because I was part of leadership Mitchell County class 16. And so, you know, I lived here about, about two and a half years, uh, working home most of that time. Um, so, you know, the majority of my day was not spent, out amongst the community. And as soon as she said, like, community members get together and do, you know, leadership things, I'm like, sign me up. Anything to get out of the house. Like, I have got to see people's faces. (laughs) And it was really cool because um, Leadership Mitchell County reached out to Colleen and I both. um, And they just kind of said, I hear there's a lot going on in Cocker City and we, we want you guys to be a part of this. And like I said, I was just, I was excited because I'm like, anything to get me out of the house, let's go. (laughs) So um, it was awesome. So I hear you say that. So you got involved with leadership. You became a part of the program. You went through the program. When you say it's awesome, I I guess in my mind's eye, I'm trying to think, okay, what, what constitutes awesome? And I know it's different for everybody. If you could pick one thing, oh, I know, (laughs) just one thing that you really connected with that really um, probably made the whole year worthwhile, what would that, what would that one thing look like for you? It's just the connections. Connections with? Everyone, um, you know, 
the content was great. I myself love learning about leadership. I like figuring out the type of person I am, you know, in the very first session we talk about bandwidth and um, I think, is it stretching your egg? Yeah. Uh, you know, so you kind of do some different personality things to say, this is how I work and these are how others work and how are we going to work all together to uh, achieve a common purpose. And, you know, I really enjoy learning about that stuff and seeing how it applies to my life. I know that not everybody geeks out over it like I do, but I totally do. Um, but truly the connections that are facilitated within the program. So your classmates, I think we had 17 or 18 in our class. You know, the very first session you jump right in and you're like, this is a mentor of mine or this person is very meaningful in my life. And it establishes a level of trust right away that you may not have with, with a lot of other people. And so it really is, building a family and a network. Mm -hmm. And so that network helps you with the passions that you have as oh, yeah. far as, as being able to see them become life, to become true. Is that right? Yeah. So these networks when you talk about networks as far as um, different people that you meet, different relationships that you build, when you build these networks and you talk about that to other people, how, do these net, how does this network of people help you to go on the path that you're trying to hit, to, to, to establish or to hit your vision that you have? How do they come along beside you? How do they help you? I mean, is it always a positive thing? Um, is it always a positive thing? That's a hard, that's a hard question right there. Cause I feel like, I feel like God places people in our lives for a purpose and for lessons to be learned. So even if perhaps it's not a positive experience, um, there's lessons to be pulled from it. Um, but as far as the connections and how, I don't know how they serve me, I guess. Mm -hmm. What I know is I have 16 people in my network out of my class that have different strengths than I do. Mm -hmm. So if I'm working on a project and there's something that I'm like, I don't really know how to do that, but I know this person knows how to do that. Yeah. Um, or maybe this person would be a good place to start. And it's all about kind of, who you know. I mean, I think people talk about that a lot in small towns is who do you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Leadership Mitchell County has really built an amazing network where you can kind of reach out to any of your colleagues, whether it be your classmates or board members or anybody who may have gone through the program and say, hey, this is kind of what I'm working on. And do you know anybody who could help me with that? Okay. 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 I can see how that would be really great. So then I have another question. So when you think about leadership in the, in the community and, and things, things that you have in mind, 
ideas that you have, maybe needs that you see. Um, what things have you tried that you just saw a passion for it, you didn't know how to do it, you didn't know where to start, but maybe because you went through Leadership Mitchell County or maybe you just, just some tools that you picked up, what have you branched out and done? Even if it's small, like what do you, how have you exercised leadership? I'm wondering if you're trying to get to a certain thing right now. <laughs> no, I really have no agenda. I want to know, because I think the rest of whoever's listening is wondering the same thing. How have you exercised leadership in your everyday life? In my and everyday maybe, life. And then in your community. I think what's been real. Okay. I'm going to put those back. What's been really amazing to see is the physical, I don't know, the tangible aspect of leadership for me. So when I first moved to this area, I'm like, I miss having my gym and I miss my dang grocery store. Okay. Like, okay. And you were like, um, I'm going to do something about this, huh? And so, you know, eight years ago, I got all mad about it. And I was like, I'm going to clean up this gym in Cocker City, this weight room. with. I'm going to vacuum up these spiders, and I'm going to do this thing. And I would go up there, and i just get all mad about it. <laughs> like, why doesn't anybody keep this up? And so it's been really interesting because as I've evolved as a leader and understood that with change comes loss. Mm -hmm. And what do you have to do to create a trustworthy process to potentially energize others around what you're doing? Um, and what ways can we make this a community effort versus Shannon wants a gym? Like, <laughs> you know? And so it's been really cool and I've learned so many lessons kind of behind the scenes with restoring the weight room here in Cocker and working across different factions to kind of make that happen. And, you know, with the um, Mitchell County Regional Medical Foundation, helping with our fundraising, you know, with creating awareness with the school, with community club, and really rather than turning it into this place where it's like, I want to use this gym, so I'm going to make it nice for me, mm -hmm. um, have really shifted it to our community uses this and deserves nice things. And I want to make this a space where any demographic can come here and exercise to get healthier. Wow. And live a happier, healthier life. And so... It's taken a lot more work, but it's also been so much more intentional and fulfilling. 
So when you think about, so I'm listening to you talk about this and I'm thinking to myself, so this wasn't only about Shannon anymore. It was about Shannon and her community and drawing other people along beside her that to make this become a reality. Yeah. So you could have just done it all by yourself, right? And just said, I'm going to barrel in. I'm going to clean this up. I don't care if anybody helps me. This is it. And I'll just use it myself and all of that. And yet, sometimes it, do you think it's harder when you, but I think maybe fulfilling as well when you invite other people into this Yeah, it makes it more worthwhile. You know, you're serving, you're serving people more than just yourself. Yeah. And what does that bring about then in the whole idea of leadership? What does that, what does that grow? I guess maybe is a better word for it. Hmm. Does that increase the um, relationship probably that you have with the people around you that find that here is this transplant who has a passion for our community? Yes, and I I wonder if you're trying to get somewhere and I'm like not following. <laughs> I've also got to plug in my computer. Sorry. No. I just I just think it's just amazing that you as a transplant saw that need and went out and took a risk and did that. I think sometimes being a transplant has like pros and cons, right? Like pros being sometimes you see things that not everybody sees. Right. Cons being like you're perceived. You have to very much be aware of how others see you. And, you know, um, sometimes it's easy to be seen as who is this person who's wanting to come in here and change everything? Things are fine the way they are. Yeah. Um, and so being intentional about trust building and speaking to that loss, I mean, that – that is just a huge factor, like big aha for me as I learned the, you know, the principles. What was the loss that you were speaking to? Um, just in, in everything. I mean, coming into a community where, you know, maybe I have a vision for something, but in that vision, somebody else is potentially giving up something and just being aware of that and speaking to that and caring about that because it's hard. Change is difficult. And the people in our communities who like things the way they are um, sometimes can easily feel just... I don't know, not displaced. I don't, I don't know what the word is for that, but just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm having a hard time putting words to it, but yeah. I guess forgotten. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe and not, it, not seen, unseen. Yeah. And so it's important to say, I see you and I care and how can we work together? Um, and just, you know, speaking from the heart from both sides. 
Okay. All right. So for speaking from the heart, I already know that um, you have the weight room now that's open and uh, it has certain hours. And now you've already uh, were able to establish a, a key in, key out, which makes it so much handier for people. Right. Mm hmm to come in and key out or uh, do you want to speak to that? Or is that, I think that in itself is huge because it allows people the freedom to come and go when they want to. Yeah. yeah. And I know that that wasn't that way for a while. And now yeah. that's another step that you just have really opened up for people. And is a leadership, can I ask you a question? Is leadership really about numbers? Is it about, Numbers, or is it about, what is it about? Like, maybe someone would say, well, are there a lot of people involved in this weight room? And, and um, uh, to make it really look successful, do there have to be a lot of people involved? Or what does success look like with leadership in this challenge that you took on? What, what does success look like for you? Do you, have you reached it? Have you reached it? You feel? As long as that door system works. But no, I, you know, I have because my, at the soul of it, my intention was to create a space where people can come and take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And as a mom of two and a small house, Sometimes I've got to get away to go and take care of myself. And so I understand the importance behind that, you know, for women, especially like women are the culture creators of their family. And if women are not taking care of themselves in the family setting, like it, it, it can be very stressful on a family. And I, I know that because I've experienced it firsthand. And so at the, at the heart of this project is, me, again, just wanting to create a space where people can go and take care of themselves first. Mm -hmm. So that way they can go on and live, you know, happier, more confident lives. See, that's amazing to me that you have... Uh, again, I go back to this, but you're a transplant. You moved into this community. You saw this need, and you just took on this need of this community. I mean, you're obviously not the only only person that really wanted to have a weight room. And I know I just keep coming back to the weight room, but, but sometimes I think um, we as um, a region aren't aware of all of the leadership things that are taking place. Because number one, we're, we're involved in our communities, whatever that looks like, but we're also involved in um, our lives, our jobs. And so we're not aware that uh, this leadership, uh, however big or small it is, is taking place and that people are, are taking a step out and their leadership is risky, right? So if you're willing to do that, then I think it encourages other people to step out as well in whatever their passion is. How do you feel mm -hmm. about that? You think that's, that's my hope. Yeah. You know, I think leading by example is huge. And I didn't know if I could do this. Like the community has just as much authority. Anyone in the community has just as much authority of the, 
as I do to, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I would hope that people are just inspired to say, this is my vision. In what ways can we make progress on that or get that done? Or, um, and it's, it's step by step. You just keep taking the next right step and hopefully along the way you inspire some others. That is, that is amazing, Shannon. You're, you're just kind of sharing your heart a little bit, and that's what we want to hear. You know, time is just getting away from us. But um, So do you have some ideas for uh, things you want to do coming up? I know that you are also uh, becoming trained, uh, or um, maybe you finished that, with being a uh, coach. And coaching people and uh, what can, can you just give us a brief what does that look like to have a quote coach what is that what does that look like <laughs> you say brief I yeah. don't know I'll, I'll try um I think in order to explain it I have to kind of explain my process with my coach um you know, I felt like I was in this place where I was stuck and I didn't know where to go exactly. And I was really considering therapy or coaching and coaching is something I just heard about. And so starting with what I knew, I knew that Kansas Leadership Center, which Leadership Mitchell County is a part of, I knew that they had coaches. So I got on their website and interviewed a couple of theirs and that's how I found mine. And the process that she took me through of discovering, I came to her because I was like, Mildred, I got to figure out what I want to do with my life and how to make money at it. <laughs> and the process she took, took me through was just like completely crazy in the best way possible in discovering who I am as a person, as a leader, as a mom, as an individual, and the energy and excitement that I feel when I now get to help others through that process is just, it's unexplainable. And so as a coach, what I do is I help people really dig into who are you and where do you want to go and what's the vision you have for your life? Taking it from where you are now to where you want to be in the most authentic way. Because nobody's nobody in the world is going to give anybody any steps on like, okay, if you want to be successful, this is how you do it. Everybody, you know, people try to put that stuff out there, but if you go about it and you're not being authentic to yourself, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of an honest explanation, I think. I think it's really true. And learning to be that way, learning to do that, and then being able to help other people. Do right. Because of yeah. what you have learned through the process. Wow. Well, we all have those questions. We all have the answers to all of our questions within. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you're the only one talking to yourself, it doesn't really... Yeah. Pull it out. <laughs> it's pretty alone sometimes. So tell me, Shannon, as we, as we kind of wrap this up, what's uh, one thing you would encourage people about uh, leadership or if it's uh, leadership, Mr. County or just leadership in general, what's one thing that you would like to encourage people with? Uh, whatever that is, if it's a principle or what, what, what is it you would say? 
Just try it. Mm. A quote that comes to mind that really, every time I kind of feel like I'm getting stuck, it always comes to mind is clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Mm. A lot of times we think we have to have all the answers or we have to really think things through before we take the next step when sometimes the next step is exactly what we need for that clarity to come. Wow. That's great, Shannon. That's great. That takes a little thinking about too. Shannon, thanks for your time. Thank you for just sharing your heart. Thank you for being such a proponent of leadership in whatever that looks like. And each one of us in our communities, in our families, in our jobs, just learning a little bit more about what that means to become a leader and uh, take that on. So thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll connect with you again. All right. And if anyone wants to get in touch, they can give me a call or email me and that information will be in the show notes. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks, Carol. Leadership Mitchell County in action. The podcast is brought to you by Leadership Mitchell County. North Central Kansas thrives through connected people of passion, purpose, and integrity, strengthening rural Kansas values. Our mission is to develop and activate people, connect passion with civic purpose. If this conversation has inspired you and you'd like to connect with us or get more information about our program, visit our website at leadershipmitchellcounty.org or find us on Facebook at facebook.com Leadership Mitchell County KS. Production by Ken Benedict and KJ Bowers. Leadership starts with you and must engage others. My name is Kurt Frazier, signing off.